Carson and Kennedy on Mix 24.1. We are streaming on the Odyssey app. Let's talk quickly about what happened with the Celtics last night. I don't know if you caught this or not. Do we have to? So, yeah, yeah like the sky is falling because they lost? It's not that they lost, Kennedy. I'm going to well, read you. i say you have a bad day. You no, know, I, I get it. Everybody has a bad day. <laughs> this isn't a James Powder song, Kennedy. You got blown up by like 50. <laughs> yeah, but we won a million. Kennedy, let me read you the headlines that are that are streaming today. Okay. Boston Celtics embarrassed by Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, next one. Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder set franchise scoring record in route of Boston Celtics. And Jalen Brown on Celtics lost to Thunder. We probably had it coming to us. And here's a little clip, Kennedy. Joe's going to go right by Griffin. Just no contest whatsoever. And then Joe... With the emphatic stuff. The fans here at Paycom Center really showing their appreciation for this historic offensive performance. And putting up a buck 50. 150 to 117. I, I think I read See, in that. My head, it doesn't sound that bad. But it, it is a lot. It's not good. Okay. Yeah, that is a lot. In fact, it's the worst loss since 1979. But we're still in first place? Uh, are we still in first Yes. I, uh, Everybody on. lighten up. Hold on, let me check. Uh, we are by half a game. We're, we've been on a losing streak lately. This but we good. won a million games. No, it's true. But and like, just, didn't they say they're getting a little cocky and maybe they need to... This is not a good team. This is not a good team, though. This and is, they didn't have their best player. Right. Like, we should have... Oklahoma s- City didn't? Yeah. yeah. Can you name one player on the Oklahoma City Thunder? Nope. They currently have... Uh, they are in 12th place. There are only three teams worse than them right now and only two teams with a worse record. You this know, is one of the worst teams in It's a long sun, season. This the gonna sun be shines downs. on a dog's butt every now and again. <laughs> that's Let him have it. All right. I believe <laughs> that's what the announcer said last <laughs> night, Candy, right on TV. The preeminent sports reporter in Boston. <laughs> Thank you. Says, you're welcome. I know you missed me. I'm back. <laughs> all right. Let's get to the Good Vibe Tribe. Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe. In this world filled with serious news reports and people doing stupid things, we say every little thing is going to be all right. Yeah. There are people in this world doing good work and we are here to celebrate them. So don't worry about a thing. Nah. Yeah. Here's another story from a member of Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe. As always, you can share your Good Vibe Tribe stories with us here in the studio. Drop us a link or just a a little story about what's going on. Somebody in the community that you want to share with us that we can share on the show. 617-931-1234. I meant to share this yesterday morning and I just completely forgot about it. Obviously, the tragedy that happened with Tamar Hamlin in the the Buffalo Bills the other night at the NFL football game. He collapsed on the field. His heart stopped. He had to be rushed to the hospital. He is uh, still intubated. As I understand it, they say the oxygen is getting better. So They went from 100% oxygen to 50% oxygen. So that's a huge step. Which is really, really big news. Uh, The good news from this story is that Damar had a small fundraiser that was happening on GoFundMe. Uh, He started it back in 2000. I think it was uh, 2020. And it was going to be a toy drive. And over the course of a couple of years, uh, people had donated about $3,000 to his toy drive. Mm -hmm. Well, since this accident has happened, people have found his GoFundMe page and they have started donating. This is an update from his family. It says, this fundraiser was initially established to support a toy drive for DeMar's community sponsored by the Chasing M's Foundation. However, it has received renewed support in light of DeMar's current battle and we can't thank all of you enough. Your generosity and compassion mean the world to us. If you would like to show your support and contribute to DeMar's community initiatives and his current fight, this is the place to do so. This is the only current 
current fund that is being used by the Hamlin family. Right now, it is at $5,989,970. Are you kidding me? I am not. Six million bucks now. It was at Uh, 3,000. Yeah, people rallied around him. Yeah. And it's crazy because the Bills fans are known for donating to other, like, teams causes when something yeah. happens and now the rest of the nfl is rallied around him mm-hmm. like the bills donated to a quarterback earlier in the year called andy dalton mm-hmm. and then he came in and donated like five grand yesterday to this and everyone's oh, just paying it back i love this so much so again if you want to make a donation this is damar hamlin this is the nfl player that collapsed on the field uh during the game the other night and nearly died had his life saved on the field damar hamlin just look up Damar Hamlin GoFundMe and you can find a link and you can make yeah. a donation. The doctor there. said it was a 1 in 264 million freak accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Commotio Cordis it's called. Wow. A woman in Florida just got her engagement ring back 20 years after she flushed it down a toilet. It happened at the guy's parents' house right after they got engaged. She took it off to wash her hands and knocked it in the bowl. She actually cleaned out their septic tank looking for it back then and never found it. But a plumber did last month while replacing their toilet. So the guy's parents cleaned it up and gave it to her as a surprise Christmas gift. A woman in West Virginia named Sharon Day just got her wallet back 54 years after she lost it at a high school dance. A contractor found it while renovating the building. He tracked her down on Facebook a week later. And firefighters in Indiana saved a goose that got frozen to the ground on the shores of Lake Michigan last week. They took it to a wildlife rehab place for treatment, and it should be okay. And the owner of a pizza place in Scotland is starting the year by doing something nice for people. He knows money's tight, so he's giving out free pizza for the entire month of January, and he expects it will cost him about $14,000. Kennedy, what do you have for the Good Divide Tribe audio? So apparently there's a thing at the end of every Christmas season where uh, people encourage you to use your Christmas tree. Don't just like throw it away. Oh, I threw mine away. This Well, we had an outside small tree, Mm -hmm. and I threw it out this morning. I put it out for the I used to light the real ones on fire. (laughs) Oh. Well, they're asking you to eat them. And there's a woman who put together a bit of a, a cookbook on how to eat your Christmas tree. How to Eat Your Christmas Tree is a cookbook that explores the unsung edible heroes of our forests, the humble Christmas trees and their evergreen friends. In the US and UK alone, 40 million trees are harvested and thrown away each year. My Little Green Cookbook's 22 delicious recipes with ideas such as Christmas tree cured salmon, spruce flavoured ice cream and Christmas tree alcohol. All right, I'm down for the third one. Guys, you don't need to eat spruce-flavored ice cream. Ben and Jerry's has so many flavors. <laughs> Christmas tree-flavored alcohol. <laughs> Thank you, Kennedy. You're if you know someone who should be celebrated in Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe, call or text us now. 617-931-1234. Keep up the good vibes there, Boston. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. The Carson and Kennedy Show is back. The entertainment that keeps me going. On Mix 104.1. Can you take a picture of that chair so we can post it on social media so people can see what it is exactly yes, 100%. That, we're, that we're talking about? Yes. So Kennedy mentioned this this to us that she wanted to work on her posture a little bit and she bought, bought this new chair to bring to the radio stage. I think the chairs here are okay. They're not terrible. They're not None of these chairs great. are built for how we should sit as human beings. How should we sit as human beings? We should stand, obviously, is what they say. But anyway, long story short, you know, I've been having terrible back problems. You guys know that. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been told by body work people that I'm all misaligned because I sit with my leg underneath my butt 
in that big chair. Right. And I've been sitting that way for 15 years. Oh. And it makes you lopsided. I can never see you because of the computer screen, yeah, so yeah. I don't know what's that's, happening but that's below your sat, shoulders. That's how I've sat for 15 years. Well, no one really would unless you're sitting right next to me or looking, you know what I mean? But, no, they do say if you sit with your foot under you, it messes up your whole alignment. <laughs> just, and you were so excited about this chair because you got it at like a yeah, thrift store. so I've been looking at them, and they're hundreds of dollars. They're sort of, they're, they're, they're mobile seats, they're called, and it just basically, it looks like a saddle, and you sit on it, and it balances like a ball and socket joint at the bottom so that you can move. I thought it was, you brought in a pogo stick. I it was looks like, sort of like one. It's a pogo stick. handles. It looks like if you went to a dive bar and the foot rest had fallen off the bar stool and then they never replaced the bar stool seat. Sort of. I've drank on similarly looking things before. And right. they're wobbly because they're old and broken and the bar doesn't want to replace This is them. wobbly on purpose so that you can <laughs> engage your core so that right. you're standing up straight and you're being active instead of just sitting. What is this chair called again? Um, this one is, the, the brand is called Focal. It's called Focal Upright. So I've been looking at them and looking at them. But as I say, they're hundreds of dollars. And then when you're going to spend that much money, then you start going down the rabbit hole of like, oh, the reviews. Oh, this one says it sucks. Or this one's not comfortable. Or this one's made for people with bigger butts. Or whatever, right? I think the chairs that they have in the studio are hundreds of dollars they, as well. Oh, they absolutely chairs are. Chairs are expensive. It's a general. whole market. Let's be honest. Oh, my God. It's we were at Ikea the other day, and Lana said she needed a new chair. And we were looking at chairs, and they were all three, $400. Correct. But think about it. It's what you're sitting on, however many hours a day. You know what I mean? It's important to take care of your body. We only get one. So anyway, I'd been waiting and waiting, and I just didn't think about it. And so I had to go to Goodwill over the break um, to drop off tons of stuff that I had cleaned out the house. And then I was like, well, let me just run in really quick and look for chairs because, you know, I designed those chairs or whatever. And then so I'm looking at the chair section, and I see one of the two of them Mm. underneath the thing. And I went, that can't be. So I pulled it out and I looked at it and I sat on it and I'm like, oh my God, this is one of those things. You found the holy grail of chairs at Goodwill. So I looked it up and the one, you know, it's $389 on their website and I got it for $15. (laughs) And someone just gave it away. (laughs) Two of them. So I think it's an older model, like this one might be a little newer model on there, whatever, but Mm -hmm. long story short... Yeah, and then Are so you I walk in. On it right? I'm standing right now. So I walked in, and I, Dan, I brought it. I brought it in from my car this morning, and I came into the office, and Carson's <laughs> like, "Did you bring a bar stool to work?" <laughs> I'm like, "Thank you for your support." <laughs> I support you better than that chair will. DJ Khaled says they don't want you to win, Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, and that's what he's about. So yeah, so it's a, so like I'm sitting on it now. So it like wobbles. It go- the microphone's going to be the microphone won't stay off. So either. like you know you you, you can get one at a thrift so store. So you can like move back and forth and and whatever, and uh, then you're just a little more engaged in your. Core well, it doesn't creak or anything, so that's good. No, mm-mm. it's pretty quiet. So the only the only trick is because the first time I'm sitting on it is that there are hardwood floors in here, so yeah. my feet are kind of slipping. Oh, okay. So in there, I think it'll be better because there's carpet. But, okay. Um, <laughs> How much you say you pay for it? Fourteen ninety nine. Macklemore would be proud. I'm gonna pop, pop some tags. I got, got a fifty dollar <laughs> chair in my butt. <laughs> and and so when we're done with the show, what do you expect to do with the chair? Um, I figured I could just stick it underneath the. It's so tiny. I could stick it right underneath the the countertop there. Like we have that stool that you somebody's going to steal it, borrow it, break it. It's going to disappear. We've had that stool in there that you use when we're when we're on TV and nobody's touched it. Okay. I mean, I can carry it back to my desk, but that seems stupid. It does. <laughs>
I'm going to carry my chair because I don't want to steal it. Don't steal my chair, guys. Do you feel like your core is engaged right now? It's really, it's taken a lot to get used to. I think it'll take a little while to get used to. Yeah, I have to do something like that. You're not used to supporting yourself like this. We're used to sitting and slouching Mm -hmm. at a 90 degree angle. I curl up like a shrimp every day, which is not good. Which is bad. Have you seen that infomercial of that one chair that like helps the atmosphere and helps you and will change your entire life? No. And I think it's like $1,500. No. Oh, it speaks to me. It looks like it was. Is it dis- a recliner? Not, no, it's a regular like office chair. But it, you know, when they show the guy, it's it looks like Steve Jobs developed the commercial, not necessarily the chair, but the commercial. <laughs> so it's guy sitting there, Zen in front of him. But what does it do, cars? It has heat. It's heated. It's air conditioned. Oh, I don't need it. It, it will make sure you get a ten percent bonus every year. It plays television. It has Wi-Fi. It has Bluetooth. It will bring so you it's dinner. Wally. It's Wally. <laughs> yes, I can't believe we you haven't d- seen this we commercial. We don't need that one. We need ones that make us work a little bit more. All right. Have you ever found any other diamonds in the rough while thrifting? Never. I've never done that. Never. Because I don't really... It's not what I do. I don't go there looking for them. Yeah, you're but a I giver. tell you what, I went down in a... Oh. An Instagram uh, Instagram rabbit hole once, and now the algorithm knows me. Oh. And every once in a while, I get the thrifters, and me, I love them. Me and Barrett are like that right now with Air Force Ones with Jordans. <laughs> so, like, we're we're gonna go thrifting to find the 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 holy grail of Jordans that we can make a profit you will on. Never find those at a Goodwill. I can assure you. That. So, did you buy both the chairs, Kennedy? A text on- from the five hundred eight. I only bought one. But now I kind of want to go back and get the other one, but I doubt it's still there. How much was the other one? Fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> I bet somebody must have died, and the person who took over their stuff was like, they don't know that this is a $400 chair. Probably. Mm. You know, or they were just like, I need to get rid of it. I'm telling you right now, if you go to Goodwill and Quincy, you're going to see some good clothes because mommy got rid of five bags. Okay. We're gonna you don't post, buy cheap. We're going to buy, we're going to post a picture of Kennedy's pogo stick with a seat online. Boing, 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 boing. <laughs> it really does look, just look like a pogo seat. <laughs> pogo. my bar stool. I'm like, I'm trying to better myself. <laughs> My core is engaged. <laughs> Your core is it. <laughs> Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041 streaming on the Odyssey app. And we are giving you a trip a day to Las Vegas to spend a weekend with Adele. The winning starts January 9th. So that is Monday morning with us in the nine o'clock hour. Uh, so if you want to win a trip to Vegas to see Adele, it has been uh, a long time in the making to get that show up and running, and you could be there to see it, which I think is super cool. So uh, that starts on Monday morning, and we'll have all the details up at Mix1041.com. Let's go ahead and get to Kennedy's Dirty. She's got the Hollywood hookup. Gossip in 24-7. It's the Dirty on the 30 with Kennedy. With Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'll give you an update right now on Jeremy Renner. Um, if you don't know, he was injured in a snowplow accident over the weekend, and now we're getting some more details. He was helping clear snow at his home and for his neighbors when the accident happened. He sustained blunt chest trauma and orthopedic injuries after being involved in that accident and was airlifted to intensive care, had to have a couple of surgeries. And reps are now saying that he was moving snow from his driveway on Sunday so that family members could leave after spending New Year's together, and he was mm-hmm. also helping clear out the snow of his neighbor's home as everyone there had been without powers power for about 24 hours because they had a really big like oh, over right. maybe two yeah, feet of snow. Yeah, it was a crazy storm. And it was a, it was a snow cat, not a snow. I mean, it's a snow plow, but it's not like a, a truck with a plow in the front of it or it's not one of those hand walking machines. Mm-hmm. The snow cat is almost like you would see, uh, you know, up on a scheme right. at the re- resort. Um, they're saying he was just trying to help clear out the snow so everyone could get out. Washoe County Sheriff Darren Balam had a press conference yesterday and here's what he said. Mr. Rayner got out of his piston bully to speak to his family member. At this point, it is observed that the piston bullish started to roll. 
In an effort to stop the rolling piston bully, Mr. Renner attempts to get back into the driver's seat of the piston bully. It's at this point that Mr. Renner is run over by the piston bully. Mm. That so, is scary. Yeah. So, um, but he put out a selfie um, yesterday on his Instagram saying that, you know, he's a little rough and it's a little hard to type, but that he's doing okay. And he thanked everyone, you know, for, for their help and their well wishes. He looks a little beat up, but. Mm-hmm. Um, so he still has his but leg. He's on the mend, as far as we know. Mm. Yes. Wow. Yes. Mm. Um, Carson, so Ryan Seacrest, apparently on his program this week, mm-hmm. live with Kelly and Ryan. Yeah. On the TV show. Yeah. That Andy snubbed him during their competing New Year's Eve broadcasts. How is that, Kennedy? Well, he said, my big stage was right in front of Andy and Anderson. And mm. when I was not working, I was trying to get their attention. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to wave and say hi. They have a great show. He then says that Anderson acknowledged him and told him to have a good show, but that Andy never turned around. <gasps> and it's the at drama. this point that Kelly says, yeah, that's not true. He was trying to get your attention and you didn't see him. And then you might recall last year... When Andy was so, 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 so drunk. Right. That he said, if you're watching ABC, you're watching nothing, which oh. is Ryan's show. Sure. They got beef. Wow. This is like Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> Did you see the, the shots that they had to take during the show? They were drinking like pickle shots. No, and I didn't. Buttermilk. Because they wouldn't let him drink. Oh. And uh, so they were giving them shots every hour on the hour of just disgusting things. I thought Andy Apple and Anderson Vinegar. were still allowed to drink, but not know. the unre- yeah, other reporters. but apparently they just maybe oh. decided to take a high road and perhaps keep their jobs, or I yeah. don't know. Turns out you can't black out on TV. Who did, knew? You, <laughs> did you see Kathy Griffin retweeted the video of uh, yeah. of Andy Cohen this, this year again? Well, it comes back at her every year. People, right. People retweet her every year. I kind of forgotten about it until, she, until I saw people her. People bring the beef, and she's like, well, if it's here, let's go. So she used to host what Andy... Uh, Andy Cohen now hosts Mm -hmm. and so when you know the paparazzi caught up with him to ask him about taking over and what he thought about Kathy Griffin he said who yeah he's a catty man he was it's the whole Mariah Carey I don't know her (laughs) if you're watching ABC you're watching nothing yeah burn solid (laughs) and Carson I have a new couple alert okay all right Chili from TLC oh yeah what's she up to and brother of Joey Matthew Lawrence no. Are now dating. This is the most 90s thing I've ever heard. Are you kidding? Yep. Apparently, uh, Matthew recently uh, split from his ex-wife, Cheryl Burke, from Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. They um, split like in February, but the, you know, it wasn't official until sometime around September. Mm-hmm. And then uh, apparently Chili was filming something down in the islands and Matthew came down there and they spent Thanksgiving together. And now they're meeting each other's families and a rep. For Chili told People Magazine that she is glowing. They are very cute together. I have never seen her those in love. Chili, that woman is not aged, by the way. No. She looks great. She looks spectacular. In your face, Usher. <laughs> Matthew Lawrence is the one who played Jack on Boy Meets World, That's right? right. Yeah. He also was in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. He's the one that said, but I prefer noogies. <laughs> That's my favorite thing he's ever said on television. She looks fantastic. <laughs> they both do. They're great. They're a good-looking couple. So congratulations to them. Give us faith and love. Go ahead with it. That just means we get more TLC songs, and I am here for it, Kennedy. <laughs> um, yeah. That's oh, a good tune. Back again. <laughs> All right, guys, coming up at 7.30, who Rihanna is bringing with her to her Super Bowl oh, wow. performance. Oh, wow. Go ahead. Do you remember the movie oh, The wow. Other Guys? Oh, wow. Yeah. When Will Ferrell only responded in TLC quotes. <laughs> Your brain is a deep, dark, cavernous place that I want to hang out I'm in. I'm here yeah. for it. I'm here for it, though. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. Can't beat Kennedy. Don't even try, homeboy. You can't beat her. 
She's gonna school you, sucker. You can't beat Kennedy. You can try, but man, you can't beat her. You ain't gonna win, man. You're going down. You think you can, but you can't. Oh, no. Oh, no. Stop. Game time. Super excited once again to share with you that Campy Kennedy is now presented by Catches Law Group. Let's go. KLG. The personal injury pros at CatchesLaw.com, where you pay nothing unless they win. Everybody say good morning to Joanne from Bill Rucka. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Joanne is already in the parking lot. She works at a school. <laughs> She's ready to go. Yeah, kids are going to be there soon, right? Yeah. Do you just need 15 minutes to sit in the parking lot by yourself? Smoke some ganja? Yep. No, no. <laughs> no! No! You save no. that till after work? Wait, yeah. get Kennedy out of the studio, please. Kennedy, would you please leave the studio? Sure thing. Good luck. Thank you. Five trivia questions, all pop culture. You get more right than Kennedy, we're going to give you 100 bucks. You tie with Kennedy, you lose. And uh, Kennedy has now left the studio, so she can't hear anything that's happening. Are you ready? I'm ready. Random fact time. The Star Trek hand gesture for Live Long and Prosper is derived from part of a Hebrew blessing that Leonard Nimoy first saw at an Orthodox Jewish synagogue in Boston growing up. Leonard Nimoy is best known for playing which Star Trek character? Fuck. Hugh Grant was recently stalked by a guy in a hot hot dog costume. Hugh Grant starred in a rom-com movie trilogy opposite... Renee Zellweger, name the film series. Uh, uh, I have no idea. Yellowstone creator Taylor Sheridan makes sure the action is authentic in his show by having his actors go through a cowboy boot camp. They learn how to ride a horse, lasso, and use old-school six-shooters. On the show, who is the foreman of the ranch, and it's married to John Dutton's daughter, Beth. Um, no way. Specky with the good beard. <laughs> All right, question number four. Tina Knowles, yeah. 69 years old today. She is the mother of Beyonce and another female singer. What is her name? Is it, uh, I know it starts with a B. Is it... Bethany, I don't know. And question number five. Ryan Seacrest claimed yesterday that Andy Cohen snubbed him during their competing New Year's Eve broadcast, but Kelly Ripa told him it's not true. He said he was trying to get your attention. On which network does Andy host a late night talk show called Watch What Happens Live? Um, hold on. Okay, Let's I'll wait. See. We're here till 10. Uh, no. Um, is it the Fox? Yes, the Fox, Fox. I think that's close. Let's get Kennedy yeah. back into the studio, God, please. <laughs> Dan, she really does smoke the kanji before school. <laughs> Kennedy, welcome back. Stop it. I Hi. do not. Stop. Joanne from Belrica. Stop. Stop putting felonies in her mouth, would you please? Thank you. Got <laughs> one out of five. Oh. Suits. Oh, Wake and bake suits. <laughs> All right, Kennedy, these are tough. Are you ready? I sure am. Random fact time. The Star Trek hand gesture for Live Long and Prosper is derived from part of a Hebrew blessing that Leonard Nimoy first saw at an Orthodox Jewish synagogue in Boston growing up. Leonard Nimoy is best known for playing which Star Trek character? Mr. Spock. 
All right. Uh, one one. Hugh Grant was recently stalked by a guy in a hot dog co- costume. Hugh Grant starred in a rom-com movie trilogy opposite Renee Zellweger. Name the film series. Bridget Jones' Diary? Two to one. Dive deeper into that. Why was that man in a hot dog costume? Why not? To Google that. Yellowstone creator Taylor Sheridan makes sure the action is authentic in his show by having his actors go through a cowboy boot camp. They learn how to ride a horse, lasso, and use old school six shooters on the show. Who is the foreman of the ranch and is married to John Dutton's daughter, Beth? Rip. Rip is it. I was talking to my mom last night. She watched the entire series over the holidays. It came up. She, she can't record anything. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have that... So she watched the whole thing while it was on Paramount. Dan did that. Yeah, I binged it recently, too. (laughs) But she binged it live. Oh, no, I didn't do that. And it ran for like two days. Oh, I see what you mean, that they were doing the... the, uh, Back to back to back. Right. Yeah, so she had to stay up for two days to watch it all. Live cable TV binges is big boomer energy. Three to one, question number four. Tina Noel, 69 today. She's the mother of Beyonce and another female singer. What is her name? Solange. Four to one, question number five. Seacrest claimed on live yesterday that Andy Cohen snubbed him during their competing New Year's Eve broadcast. On which network does Andy host a late night talk show called Watch What Happens Live? Bravo. Apparently he dropped the F-bomb last night live on TV as well. He does that all the time. Uh, Five to one is the final score. Nice job, Kennedy. Thank you. As Kennedy likes to say, (laughs) woo. I can't really do it right now. That was a little Michael Jackson-y. I can't can't really do it right now. Joanne from Bill Rico, what do you want to say to Kennedy before you go? Uh, I'm Joanne from Bilberka, and I can't beat Kennedy. 420 blaze it. Stop it! <laughs> Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. The Carson and Kennedy Show is back. So here we go! On Mix 1041. Don't you ball. Today we're working drywall. Today we're going to show you how to tape the joints of your wallboard together. An inferior job can result in unsightly lumps and bulges. Kind of makes you wonder who taped up Al. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear to Star Command. Come in, Star Command. I've crash landed on a strange planet. The impact must have awoke me from hypersleep. There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? Oh, yeah! Ah! Whoa! Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Did I frighten you? Didn't mean to. Sorry. Howdy. My name is Woody, and this is Andy's room. All right, so we are super excited to have Tim Allen on with us. He's going to be at the Box Center Wang Theater. Go to boxcenter.org. The show is January 7th. For the details, it just says it is an 18-plus show. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to always be sure to mention that. It's a little, it's a little spooky in my case. Yeah. <laughs> don't bring the kids. He's not Buzz Lightyear in real life. <laughs> well, don't tell the kids that, and he's certainly not Santa Claus all the time. <laughs> I want to talk to you about that. I mean, you have played three iconic characters, Tim. Obviously, Tim the Toolman Taylor from Home Improvement and then from the Santa Claus series, which is now back as you're looking for your replacement. Santa's getting a little bit older. And then Buzz Lightyear. I want you to pick. If you had to pick only one of those three to have found in your career, which one would you pick? Oh, God, why did you say that? I definitely relate sometimes more to Buzz than anybody else because of the, the, the structure of the character and the friendship I've established with Woody, actually Tom Hanks. So I value that. However, the the remarkable history of Tim the Toolman for people I still considering I get grown ups that grew up with it with their it's it's always this weird, wonderful connection people have with their their parents or somehow I get so many people that said I, I used to watch this with my dad Toolman somehow <laughs> my favorite one is people don't recall. 
I get a guy in Sacramento. I was doing a show there, and a guy came out of the studio. He goes, hey, hey, uh, tool belt. <laughs> Great. Couldn't quite get it. He goes, yeah, you, you, you're the tool belt. I go, okay, that's my my new rap name. <laughs> it's Tommy Tool Belt. I know him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, my ex-husband was a big fan of the show, and, it, and it, I, I want to thank you just because when he... He would say, uh, all the time, but this actually gave him, um, you know, so, uh, something to attach it to, so it just didn't seem like he was stupid. <laughs> so well, thank funny, you for right, that. It's, it's actually, the, the history of this is, is different. When I was a young comedian, I was working for Akron, in Akron, Ohio, for the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company. It was a, a dinner. And I was not doing very well at the show. I mean, it was a bunch of guys, scotch and sirloin night, and the, the, all the people sitting at these round tables in this big conference room, and I'm dying. I said, I, I, I'm just not catting these guys. So out of frustration, I was repeating what I heard from the stage, and a bunch of guys at tables talking, going, eating their steaks and talking. So I said, I was starting just repeating what I heard from the audience, going, oh, 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 oh. And literally the crowd went, hey, it's pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) He sounded like me. (laughs) I relate this. Uh, It's Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. We are talking with Tim Allen again. He's going to be at the Box Center Wang Theater on January 7th. Producer Dan, you had a question? Yeah, so Tim, your voice has been synonymous with Buzz Lightyear for over 25 years now. I grew up with it, a lot of kids, and there's a new generation that's growing up with it, but maybe these younger kids don't have a face to the voice. And I'm just wondering in your real day-to-day life out in public, if you've ever been like in an elevator and you've talked and a little child, their eyes light up like that sounds like Buzz Lightyear. The sad one was I have a place in Manhattan and I was coming out of an elevator and this little kid was really being rude to his mother. As kids, he was punching her in the the thigh, and she's going, "God, just stop, stop!" And he said, "I'm not doing it." So I just said, "Do infinity and beyond. You must obey your mother." And the kid stopped immediately. It looked like I was going to be a hero. And so he looks at me and has kind of a a meltdown. And he said, "Why did that ugly man eat Buzz Lightyear?" <laughs> When things don't go the way you plan. <laughs> no, no, no. It seems like a good idea at the time. <laughs> Do you and Tom Hanks, you said you talked about your friendship with Tom. Do you guys talk a lot on the phone, or do you spend a lot of time together now? We spend a lot of time together, and, um, uh, well, it's kind of a kind of a lunch deal. We do every now and then, and it's more often than not these days. We just have, we do kind of a an old <laughs> they're probably not going to hate an old dude lunch we just sit there and rap about the music business and or the movie business and our business and our families and stuff and it really becomes much like uh Woody and Buzz. It, it literally, we really become attached as humans because of those two characters. Where do you find a place to have lunch that the place doesn't explode when Woody and Buzz walk in? <laughs> it's funny that you say that because it's a. It was by luck. It's kind of a place that we transition. It's between lunch or breakfast and lunch. So the crowd kind of goes out. It's a Leonard. really small little place and can't give the place away. But we got. It's the funniest time because you'll randomly get stragglers in there. It's a it's a hotel restaurant, so you have people come walk through the hotel, the hotel and going, God, that looks like, nah, it can't be. It looks too old. Someone will come by the table and literally recognize one of us and not the other one. And they'll go, hey, wait a minute. Hold on a second. And then 
freak out, and then the, the two of us at the same table. They said, but it's been a private uh, brunch, but mostly it's just uh, two old buddies. I, I love that. We just saw um, Adam Sandler on the cover of AARP <laughs> for this month, and that really hit so us all bad, in the spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I feel really good. There you go. <laughs> Watch out. They might be calling you next. <laughs> okay, well, again, the show is January 7th. You can see Tim Allen. The tickets are on sale now at boxcenter.org. You can buy tickets for his show. It is an 18-plus show. And then don't forget the Santa Claus. So this is the next generation. Uh, Santa Claus is now 65, and he's oh, looking, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and and that's he's looking for the. He's replacement. a distinguished gentleman of a certain age. That's, How about that? Now I like it. Yes, of course. Ho ho ho! There you go, babe. You're welcome. <laughs> well, Tim, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. You know, oh, yeah, I think thank you guys I, for having I, me, and I want to make sure love my you. brother Bill. He better be listening to the radio. Does he lives Bill, there in Boston. Hey, Bill lives here. What are you doing, Bill? What's going on? Come on, Bill. <laughs> All right, thanks. Go uh, go buy the tickets right now. Boxcenter.org for Tim Allen, January 7th. Talk to you again soon. Thanks, Tim. Thank you, guys. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. She's got the Hollywood hookup. Gossip in 24-7. It's the Dirty on the 30 with Kennedy. With Kennedy. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, Rihanna getting ready to take one of the biggest stages in the world, and that's the Super Bowl halftime show. Who do you think she'll be bringing with her, guys? I don't. Uh, I just I completely forgot about this. To be honest with you, it's well, been so, so long since we've talked. She about is it. planning hardcore right now. So who, who is do you think Rihanna going to bring? Oh, is she going to do like a reggae vibe? Is she going to bring some Shauna Paul and some Shaggy? That would be awesome. No, the Barbados action to Jamaica. I don't I know. Like this idea. I wonder if Jay Z will come out with her because he's the one that does the booking for the NFL, and he signed her, and yeah. they have a couple songs yeah, that's together. That's a good one too. All right. Well, here's what I know. Okay. Her kid. Oh. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, according to a the couple, kids of, know Sean Paul. That would have been the story that I clicked on and got so You're mad. You're welcome. <laughs> got uh, so, according to a couple of websites out there that. To be quite frank with you, I normally don't believe, but I like this story. She plans to have her son, with whom with uh, with whom she shares uh, boyfriend ASAP Rocky on hand with her for the big day. Um, she doesn't want her son to miss it. Um, they say that she's uh, worried about you know the loudness, so she's looking mm-hmm. into headphones that will cancel noise and all these things. This is why I think the story is garbage that she's looking into sound reducing headphones. Like if yeah, it's we all like have them. <laughs> Either way, though, I think it would be wonderful if that little child plays a part in it. I, do you think ASAP Rocky will be a part of it? Do you think he's at home going, babe, babe, babe? <laughs> Can I be your opener, babe? I know babe? it's your show and all, but babe, babe, <laughs> babe. Can I be one of the kids that runs onto the field with a cool light? I help make a baby with you, babe. babe. <laughs> <laughs> the viewer remembered former co-host Barbara Walters during uh, the latest episode of their show yesterday. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg had this to say about Barbara. We're remembering our friend and colleague. And the reason why we're all sitting here, really, if not for her, I don't know where most of us would be. Amen. And Joy Behar spoke about Walter's impact on the industry. I came across this photographer. Oh, that's not it. She's right. obviously it been down. at a lot of weddings. No, not she, it. That's not it. Was no. that eight? That was number eight. Yeah, sorry. Could it be number seven? No. How about no. number six? No, don't do any of those. Number nine. They're all wrong. Sorry. Anyway, um, Joy talked about her impact on the industry. She talked about how she defied sexism. She defied ageism. She sort of, you know, she opened the doors for a lot of us to walk through. And, and for that, we will be grateful. Do you think yeah. she likes what that show has become, though? I thought about that earlier today, too. 
Because that show is not what it was when it came out. It was an important show for what it was during the day in giving, you know, different women a platform with opposing political views, but without the screaming and the yelling and the and the discourse and the the vitriol. And now that just seems like if you're not doing that on the view, they're getting rid of you. Yeah, I mean, you know, she put people who were polarizing in the beginning on purpose, and she mm-hmm. put a table full of women, which had never, ever, ever been done before. Right. And then, you know, it spawned a whole bunch of other talk shows that are filled with but women. She, since like, she was but, the host of it, and you had you had somebody who was revered in the world of news hosting this, this yeah. kind of pop culture show, mm-hmm. but now you have uh, two comedians hosting it. Yeah. It's just not the same to me. It's the way the world has evolved, I suppose, mm-hmm. but either way, it's still... It's, table full mostly of women then yeah. I think that that's as it. a woman in broadcasting how did the Barbara Walter news hit you I mean I you know what a life what a life to to have lived and like I said before had she not done what she did I don't know if I'd be here just like Whoopi said you know I think she she opened up a lot of doors and women to be taken seriously as people who can read news right you know what I mean and do interviews and stuff like that uh, so I, I, I admire her greatly so and guys, we all know that Dionne Warwick became one of our favorite people over the pandemic, right? Just the, the stuff that she would say. She got them Twitter fingers for real. Well, there is a new CNN documentary called Dionne Warwick, Don't Make Me Over. And apparently Snoop Dogg has something to do with this. Oh. So back in the 90s, Dionne was upset with a lot of the misogynistic lyrics that she was hearing in hip hop. So she called them to a meeting at her home at 7 a.m. And they all showed. Who? Snoop says we were scared and shook up. We're powerful now, but she's been powerful forever. 30-something years in the game, big home with a lot of money and a big six and success. He said Diane Dion read them the riot act and told them that someday they're going to have to explain those lyrics to their kids. And Snoop says she was checking me at a time that I thought I couldn't be checked. We were the most gangsta as you could be, but that day at Dion Warwick's house, we got out gangstered that day. <laughs> That's, this is the best story I've ever heard. If you get a group of gangster rappers to show up at 7 a.m., I don't know what's I more mean, powerful. Right? <laughs> just, well, they had been up all night. It wasn't like they got up. Did the story say who was there besides I d- Snoop? I don't have the full list, so I'll look that up for you on a hobby at 9.30. I okay? just imagine like Dre and Ice Cube. I'm mm. imagining in the 90s. What year? What is the 90s? She said yeah. it was the 90s. It yes. was before he was really God, really I hope big. NWA was there. All right, I'm going to look that up and I'll find it for you. <laughs> Too okay? short. Sit down on my couch, Mr. Cube. We must speak. <laughs> About these lyrics. Mr. T, are you sweet or not? (laughs) Mr. Dog, why two Gs? (laughs) Are you really a doctor? Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. Can't beat Kennedy. Don't even try, homeboy. You can't beat her. She's gonna school you, sucker. You can't beat Kennedy. You can try, but man. You can't beat her. You ain't gonna win. Man, you're going down. You think you can. We are super pumped to announce that Catches Law Group is now a presenting sponsor for Campy Kennedy. KLG! Yeah! KLG indeed. The personal injury pros at CatchesLaw.com, where you pay nothing unless they win. That is a good deal. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Everybody say good morning to Heather from Malden. Hi, Heather. What's up, Heather? Good morning. Will you kick Kennedy out of the studio? Kennedy, could you please leave the studio? Sure thing. Good luck. You as well. Five trivia questions, all pop culture. You get more right than Kennedy. You win the cash. Remember, if you tie Kennedy, that's an L for you, okay? Okay. You ready? Yes. 
Courtney Love says Brad Pitt stalked her about making a Kurt Cobain movie and her refusal to let him even uh, cast her uh, part in Fight Club. Which actor starred opposite Brad Pitt in Fight Club? Oh, cost her. Uh, I, I didn't understand that. And her refusal to let him even cost her a part in Fight Club. Gotcha. Which actor starred opposite Brad Pitt in Fight Club? I have no clue. All right. The first look at the Bridgerton prequel, Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story dropped online. Which powerhouse TV producer is known for shows like Grey's Anatomy and Scandal uh, brought Bridgerton to the small screen? Chandra Rhyme. Before MC Hammer became famous, he started a Christian rap group called Holy Ghost Boys. <laughs> That's amazing. He left them to go solo. What is the name of MC Hammer's biggest hit? Can't touch this. HBO Max removed 256 Looney Tunes episodes and three reasons, uh, three seasons of the Flintstones at the end of the year in an effort to reduce content expenses. Which town are the Flintstones from? Bedrock. Michael Stipe, 63. Today, he is the front man of which band? They have songs like Shiny Happy People and Losing My Religion. What was the name of the... Singer again, I'm sorry. Michael Stipe. I have no idea. Let's get Kennedy back in the studio, please. Kennedy! Heather from Malden spent her holidays much like you, Kennedy. Oh, sick in bed? <laughs> yep. <She's> sick. <laughs> yep. Three everybody. days out of 18, I felt like a human being. Everybody had a COVID Christmas? <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Kennedy's not even in the same studio as us right now because she's still quarantined. I'm just following the rules. I know. I like it here. You You're know, a little I'm... bit like a zoo exhibit. I'm looking at you. <laughs> I'm fine glass. with that. I've always wanted this. This is what I've always wanted in my own little space, and well, I'm you, liking it a lot. You in can here. stay if you want. You I and your pogo stick chair. I love it in here. <laughs> I love it in here. I don't know what that says about us. It has nothing to do with it. Just, I just like it. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> it's a lot like the uh, like uh, the Howard Stern yeah. and Robin Quivers. She always all. had her own room too. And right. I'm all, right with that. all right, it's done. It's, so it's much happened. Room for that activities. is your room for now, yeah. and forever. We just need to talk back so I can hear what you guys are saying off off air. Nah. I don't like, <laughs> like this. I like, what did I say something? Uh, Heather got three out of five. Kennedy, well done. Well These done. are tough. Are you ready? I am. Courtney Love says Brad Pitt stalked her about making a Kurt Cobain movie, and her refusal to let him even cost her a part in Fight Club. Which actor starred opposite Brad Pitt in Fight Club? Edward Norton. One to zero. Uh, the first look at the Bridgerton prequel, Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story dropped online. Which powerhouse TV producer known for shows like Grey's Anatomy and Scandal brought Bridgerton to the small screen? Shonda Rhimes. Two to one. Before MC Hammer became famous, he started a Christian rap group called Holy Ghost Boys. I love him so much. But he left them to go solo. What is the name of MC Hammer's biggest hit? You can't touch this. Three to two. Question number four. HBO Max removed 256 Looney Tunes episodes and three seasons of The Flintstones at the end of the year in an effort to reduce content expenses. What town are The Flintstones from? Bedrock. Also a great Young Money song. Call me Mr. Flintstone. I can make your bed rock, oh God, girl. I, that's all. <laughs> I actually do remember that. That is it's a banger. The I whole young, young Money, Cash Money, a label. Okay, never mind. <laughs> can I come hang out in there with you, Kenneth? <laughs> Four to three, question number five. Michael Stipe, 63 today, is the front man of which band with songs like 
shiny happy people and losing my religion rem that is correct rem nice job Kathy. uh five to three is the final score heather i'm sorry you don't get the cast we do hope you're feeling better yes maybe no thank you you want me to sing to you more <laughs> was that singing <laughs> i'm underappreciated around here heather what do you want to say to kennedy before you go my name is Heather from Malden, and I can't beat Kennedy. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. The Carson and Kennedy Show is back. So here we go. On Mix 104.1. Let me set this up real quick. You can call 617-931-1234 or text the same number, 617-931-1234. Dan was coming back from Florida after the holiday break. He gets on the plane. He's in the uh, window seat. The center seat is open, and there's an adult sitting at the aisle seat. And then right before you go to take off, a child comes in and sits down in between the two of you, not related to either of you. No, I have no idea where this child came from or where his parents are in it's relation to the plane. It's what they do when you're flying alone. Yeah. They put you on last. So. Or, yeah, or maybe, you know, his, his parents were on the plane in a different section. You say they, they, they were, but class. we found that out later. <laughs> oh, okay. But, yeah, but this whole row just happens to be single flyers. So. And this kid is about 11 years I old. Would, yeah, he's about 11. And you decide to watch an R-rated gory movie. So he sits down. Oh, hold on. Before you just sway the audience here wait he, Carson sway the audience yeah. never. <laughs> he sits down and he has a little young adult paperback novel of like a, a basketball team or whatever and that's his inflant entertainment and before he sat down because he came on last and I was one of the first people to board I had already scrolled through the list and found the movie I wanted to watch which is The Woman King but with uh, starring Viola Davis and it is about an African kingdom and this African kingdom's warriors are all female and she is the leader of this tribe. It looks like okay. a badass movie. It's very good. So I sit down. I turn it on. The middle-aged woman on the le- on the end and the child have kind of chit-chatted. She's a teacher, and they were talking about the book or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just turn on the movie. And the woman king comes in hot. Like, the first scene, it sets the scene. Viola Davis comes out the bush, and they are murdering everybody. Blood and guts. Heads like flying she everywhere. She somebody at one point, And I look over in the peripheral of my vision. And this kid has put his book down, and he is engrossed. And so you, so <laughs> you immediately both, hit pause watching. on the movie, right? Why? No. Oh my it's god! His seat. <laughs> and, and even, but I did start to feel like that. I was like, "Am I now that like single, childless guy who's inappropriate?" Yes. Because the woman on the end is not his mother, but she's somebody's mother. Right. And she was like, "Don't look over there. That's a bad movie. It's scary. because she is a responsible adult that understands Listen, you shouldn't I be watching. A responsible adult wouldn't put their kid alone on a plane." What? <laughs> yeah, a responsible adult would put their kid in coach and the parents would be sitting in first class. If you want his actions to be guided, then sit next to him. Put blinders on. So him. this is what happened. I feel like I start to feel a little uncomfortable about it. So I shut the closed captions off because that's how he's following along. Okay. And then he goes back to his well, book because he, he can't see it. <laughs> Make up your mind. But now this movie takes place in Africa and there's accents in it and it's a tiny screen. So I can't really follow along as well. So I turn the closed captions back on. There's right. more murder scenes, more battles. He's killed. back in. He's in. And, and now I'm just like, screw it. It's too late to put Shrek on. The wheels are in motion. We're both going to learn about female empowerment today. And this is a weird place for me because I'm not judgmental about what the kid is seeing because I know with my son, we have tried to make him aware of there are things out in the world that you're going to experience and it's okay and we'll just talk through them. And he has seen lots of stuff and I have no problem with him seeing an R-rated movie. That's not what it's about. It's about me sitting in that seat and there's somebody else's child and i think as adults we have responsibilities to 
other people in that public setting. You can't open up a nudie magazine. You can't he open- wasn't watching porn. He was watching a movie. He was watching people get decapitated, and, he- and you have no idea what an eleven-year-old has seen. Well, in their you should life. talk to JetBlue about their flight, about their movie selection, because it was on there. Victoria and I don't is not from- my job to parent another person. Thank you, Victoria is from Wintem. Good morning, Victoria. What do you think about this? Good morning. I actually have to kind of agree with Carson do a little bit, <laughs> but I also I also have to agree that I have two kids. I have a ten year old and a nine year old, and that that are of this age where if they're on a plane and they're sitting next to somebody that's not me, then they're going to see stuff. I have been on many a plane where they are watching porn. So, Kennedy, <gasps> thank you. He was not watching porn. I have been sitting next to somebody who was watching porn <gasps> on a plane. So, so it this took a turn. But my point is that the, 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 the parent, if they didn't want their child to see something on a plane, they need to be seated next to that child, and they need to be parenting that child. So, I, yes, child. there's a responsibility as a whole, as a group, that we should be uh, looking after the child. However, he's 11, and I guarantee you that 11-year-old has seen somebody decapitated. He's played Fortnite. <laughs> you don't I mean, know like, that. You real. do not know that. Person, there are am I a supposed lot to of turn kids. around and ask a kid what they have and haven't seen no, to make a choice on the on a that PG I just spent- movie. And that I watch. spent hundreds of dollars for. I don't have to for. watch a PG movie because it's someone else's Yes, kid. please, let me spend $500 so I can fly next to some kid I don't know and make sure that he or she is taken care of. Yeah. Negative, full exactly. stop. Exactly. That's uh, a parent's job. Uh, I, I love that you want to have everybody protect this kid, but the reality is, is it's your kid. Mm, all so right. you have to do the protection. You're the parent, right? Uh, all right. Well, thank you. And thank guess you. What? Thank you. Yes. You know, he ended up getting headphones from his mom a couple rows up later, yeah. and then he put on Beast, which is just a lion trying to kill Idris Elba for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so he was clearly just enjoying his freedom without uh, his parents. From the <laughs> 617 simple answer, Carson is wrong. <laughs> Good morning, Mix. Who's this? Rachel. Hey, Rachel. What do you think? Um, as a mom of a 15-year-old, and as somebody who was recently on a plane... Keep it clean. And the flight... No, no, I'm keeping it clean. Okay. (laughs) Um, um, yeah, you know, they warn you, they, they ask you kindly that please sort of, like, have discretion with what you put on the TV with the audience that's around you for that exact reason. And I think... Even if you don't have kids, there has to be some sense of responsibility and respect when it comes to a child and what you're watching. All right, it's not um, a snuff film. It's, it's Viola well, Davis then, and the Woman King. All right, King. so so then next steps, does that mean that we should be then, the airline should be censoring what we can play, what we can't play on an airplane in case someone might see it who might get offended? The, I, You know, I... Stop, stop, child, don't go yeah. We do it already. We censor everywhere. You can't put an ad up for pornos on a billboard where kids Carson, could see Carson, he didn't it. watch a porno. Let's, but, let's, let's, but let's. But I'm just, I'm using talking. the extreme. Hold on, hold on. I, let, me say, let me say something. Yep. Let me say something. I don't think it should be censored what's on a plane, uh-huh. but with sense and sensibility and being a decent human being, sorry, no offense. You just say I'm not a decent human being because I, I watched The did. Woman King? <laughs> 
<laughs> you're lucky I don't have the buttons. I'd hang up on you right now. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Sorry, I'm on Carson's side with uh, this. That's okay. Uh, B-roll no, From the uh, 603, Carson yelling, get off my lawn. <laughs> From the 603, you do you, Dan. Shut up, Carson. Not his kid, not his problem. <laughs> Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. You can't beat Kennedy. Don't even try, homeboy. You can't beat her. She's gonna school you, sucker. You can't beat Kennedy. You can try, but man, you can't beat her. You ain't gonna win, man. You're going down. You think you can, but you can't. Oh no. Oh no. Stop. Game time. Catch's Law presented by, or excuse me, Campy Kennedy presented by Catch's Law Group. Let's Catch change La- the name of the game. I like that idea. Catch's Law pre- uh, is presented to you by Campy Kennedy. <laughs> Catch'sLaw.com, where you pay nothing unless they win the personal injury pros. Again, that is Catch'sLaw.com. Uh, let's all say good morning to Sean from Braintree. Hi, Sean. What's up, man? How are we doing, everybody? Doing good. Will you kick Kennedy out of the studio? Yes, sir. Kennedy, can you please leave the studio? Sure thing. Good luck. You as well. Five trivia questions all pop culture. You get more right than Kennedy. We give you the cash. You tie, you lose. Have you played before, Sean? Uh, yes. Yeah, I thought so. How'd you, ha- have you won yet? No. Uh, last time I tied. All right. Today could be the day, Sean. Hopefully. Past and present co-hosts paid tribute to Barbara Walters yesterday on the TV show that she created, which is now in its 26th season. Name that show. The View. Darcy Cardenas, 43 today. She played Janet on the TV show The Good Place. Which actress played the lead role of Eleanor on The Good Place? Um, uh, On The Good Place, uh, Kristen Bell. Angelina Jolie was spotted at a London cafe the other day with Irish actor Paul Mescal. He's 26, she's 47. Good for her. Angelina Jolie has been married three times, the last two to very famous actors. Can you name those two? Uh, Billy Bob Thornton and Brad Pitt. Sean is not messing around today. Let's go. He's a formidable opponent. Back in the 90s, Dionne Warwick called a bunch of gangster rappers to her home to cuss them out over their lyrics. Snoop Dogg says, we're the most gangsta as you could be. But that day at Dionne Warwick's house, I believe we got out gangstered. What is the name of Dionne's biggest song spending four weeks at number one? Um, you can always count on me. And question number five, Jeremy Renner posted a selfie from his hospital bed yesterday. He said, thank you for all the kind words. I'm too messed up to type, but I send you all. I, I send love to you all. Renner starred as Aaron Cross in this 2012 standalone spinoff of Matt Damon's franchise, where he plays a former CIA agent with amnesia. Name the franchise. Uh, the Born Identity. Dan, you want to? Yeah, I think we take. It. Yeah, who is that? Um, who's the main character? Give me that. In the franchise. Oh, uh, oh the main character in the franchise is um, Jason. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, let's get yeah. Kennedy back into the studio, please. Kennedy! Welcome back, Kennedy. Thank you. Jason Bourne. <laughs> Probably should have kept that under your hat. So close. Sorry. That's all right. No worries. Kennedy, you heard nothing. Sean got four out of five. Did you give him that one? He had gotten it already. <laughs> we had given it to him already. Well done, Sean. These are tough. Are you ready? All right, let's do it. 
Yeah, you got four out of five. Uh, past and present co-hosts paid tribute to Barbara Walters yesterday on the TV show that she created now in its 26th season. Name that show. The View. Tied at one. Darcy Cardenas, 43 today. She played Janet on the TV show The Good Place, which actress played the lead role of Eleanor. Kristen Bell. Tied at two. Angelina Jolie was spotted at a London cafe the other day with Irish actor Paul Mescal. He's 26. She's 47. Angelina Jolie has been married three times, the last two, two very famous actors. Can you name them? Brad Pitt and Billy Bob Thornton. Tied at three. Back in the 90s, Dionne Warwick called a bunch of gangster rappers to her home to cuss them out over their uh, lyrics. Snoop Dogg was there. He said, that day, we got out gangster by Dionne Warwick. What is the name of Dionne Warwick's biggest song spending four weeks at number one? That's what friends are for. Four to three. Question number five. Jeremy Renner posted a selfie from his hospital bed yesterday and said, thank you all for your kind words. I'm too messed up now to type, but I send love to you all. Of course, he starred as Aaron Cross in this 2012 standalone spinoff of Matt Damon's franchise, where he plays a former CIA agent with amnesia. What is the franchise? Jason Bourne. What a great guest, Kennedy. They're just the Bourne franchise. <laughs> yeah. Jason Bourne. Five to four is the final score. Nice work. Nice work. Good job, Sean. Four to five is good. Sean, you, were, you did well. You were Dion Warwick away from 100 bucks. <laughs> I know. So cool. It would have been a tie, so I would have lost again. Yeah, that's true. All right. What do you want to say yeah. to Kennedy before well, you go? I'm Sean from Braintree, and I can't beat Kennedy. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041.